welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan, and on this week's episode, I'm joined by Chagas Greenacres Dairy Cat Beef Participant, Martin Connolly from County Roscommon. Martin gives an insight into his 21-22 month Frisian Bull beef system as part of the Beef Masterclass series. I first asked Martin to tell me about his farming system. We run a calf to beef system. We finished the um, animals as bulls under 24 months. And uh, we're kind of maybe trying to adjust that a little bit now to bring the ages down and finish them nearer to 20 months uh, at much the same weight. That's the target anyway, Catherine. And what kind of bulls are you bringing on to finish? Uh, they're all Frisian bulls. For this year, how many calves have you bought in? Uh, we've 168 calves on the ground there now. We bought in 170, but we, we had two fatalities earlier on. Uh, but uh, we have 168 calves on the ground now. Martin, where do you source the calves from? Yeah, we source the calves locally from uh, four or five dairy farmers. Um, I would have would be buying off them for a number of years now, and uh, I've kind of built up a good relationship with them as far as... Uh, getting the calves off them and um we'd be very happy with the way the calves come like as far as health is concerned and you know they get a good start in life with them so it leaves it a bit easier for me to follow on from that Catherine yeah it's very important and I presume you have some weaned at the moment how are you transitioning those that are weaning at the moment to turn out yeah well I we we'd have started rearing calves in back in November and um There'd be a batch of calves gone to grass now for about six weeks. There'd be about uh, 40 calves gone to grass over six weeks. And uh, they would have been uh, getting uh, about three kilos a meal in the shed, uh, maybe for five or at least five weeks before they were moved out. And uh, then we continued on with meal, uh, maybe at the rate of two kilos after them going out. Plus at that time, weather was bad and we were, we were also giving them uh, a bit of straw just to, for fibre and that. And um, now they have all moved on to uh, silage after grass and they're down to a kilo. And they'd be probably averaging about 180 kilos now or 190 at the minute. And how is the progress to date of the ones that you're just weaning at the moment? It's quite good. Yeah, we, we weighed some there uh, only a week ago and they would be weaned off milk maybe about a month. and. They had averaged uh, near enough to 0.9 kilos a day from, from the day we got them. They'd have been doing maybe 0.75 to 8 during the milk feeding uh, term. And then once they got up on the meal, uh, they'd be eating about 3 kilos a meal now at the minute. And uh, they'd be just doing over a kilo. They're, they're actually doing over a kilo now on the last weigh-in. So we'd be happy enough with them. They're, they're getting... Uh, a little bit of silage added into them now. They are still in the shed and uh, we'll be moving them out in the next week or two. For the stock that are gone out, how are you managing them at grass at the minute? You mentioned they're on after grass from the silage. How will they be rotated around for the rest of the grazing season? Yeah, well, this was something that I started last year and I suppose it was being part of the Green Acres programme, maybe that's burned it on. Um, We'd be uh, using a paddock system with those now and about every three days, Catherine, we'll be moving the calves on. And uh, we find, you know, we found a big plus in that, I think, you know, uh, for especially, you know, for Thrive and 
uh, for managing grass as well, like because we would be taking out paddocks from time to time as the year goes on. Um, anything that I get overgrown, we take it out as bales. And the bull beef system that you're in, it's a very specialised system. How are you finding grazing the yearling bulls now at the moment? We don't find any difficulty in grazing them now. I suppose um, we're at it for a good while and we're kind of a, an established kind of a system and we're kind of used to what we're doing. And normally we'd graze them in three different groups on three different plots of land with a group of about 30 to maybe 34 or five maximum in each group. And uh, of course, they'd be all um, electric fenced and we'd be paddock grazing those as well. And obviously grass is a key focus on the farm. How are you managing grass as currently? Uh, we'd be OK for grass now. We, we're actually taking out paddocks at the minute. We'd have took some in the last couple of weeks, some excess grass and paddocks that might might be going too strong. Um, it, we were a bit tight, maybe. We, we put out one bunch of bulls uh, the 1st of March, which would be a little bit early for us here. But we had a uh, feel the land that was reseeded and we wanted to try and eat it off. And um, weather wasn't just uh, that good, maybe for March and into April, of course. And we did some little bits of damage and uh, they took quite a bit of ground just to keep them out. We, we were, we thought we might have to put them in as a stage, but we managed to keep them out. But they, they did t take in a fair bit of ground over that period to keep them out. Um, but um, those, those bunch now, um, they would be targeted to put them in in the next week or two for finishing inside. And what weight would they be at the moment? Uh, well, just they, they were 358 kilos uh, when they went out uh, the 1st of March. So, you know, they're out oh, 110 or 15 days. So normally we'd get about 1.2 kilos over the grazing season on the bulls. So uh, given that they had maybe a tough couple of weeks at the start and, and some inclement weather, even even at a kilo a day. So we'd be saying maybe three or four seventy, maybe four eighty kilos maybe now. Um we'd be expecting those to come in at the, in the next week or so. Martin, when do you intend to finish them bulls or what's the plan from now to then once they go into the shed? Yeah, well um we'll be starting them off on uh, the bale silage now that we've been collecting um there for the last few weeks. And uh, we'll be given the meal through the diet feeder there and maybe start at three or four kilos and move it up to probably eight kilos, I'd expect, maybe nine, uh, depending on the quality of the silage. And uh, we'll be hoping to start selling out of that at maybe the end of September, beginning of October, giving them 100 or 120 days. And hopefully that that'll be OK, that they'll be uh, good enough finish on them at that stage. And for last year's bulls that you did finish, what kind of kill-outs or grades did they come into? Well, normally we'd weigh, nearly always weigh the cattle going out uh, in the morning. And uh, we're getting 52% is nearly a rule of thumb with them, you know. We might get a little bit over, we might get a little bit less at times, but generally it's running at around 52%. And um, we'd say those, those 55 bulls killed so far this year. and um, we probably would have, um, we'll say, an o, o equals about 35%. Um, o minus would be run at 13%. P grades 1%. Uh, o plus grades 32 and R grades about 7%. That's in the confirmation. And um, 
as far as the fat grade will be concerned, um, uh, two minus would be about two percent, which would be small enough on some of the maybe the plainer bulls that would be like the P grade bulls, maybe. Uh, the two equals would be running at about 23 percent, two plus would be at about 26 percent, and three plus grades there would be around 49 percent, you know. So, we'd be quite happy with the, with the fat grade on them, definitely. And you're market for these bulls I suppose in the system you're in it's important to have a good relationship with the processor in advance of bringing them on to finish um well I think so because I know that has been difficulties there in the past and I think because we have a tradition of finishing the bulls and selling them through the one processor locally here the whole time that that they kind of uh keep taking the cattle off us um and so far we have no have had no problem getting the cattle killed but I think if you were entering into that new or fresh, you would need to be making some arrangements um, as far as getting them processed to be concerned, you know. And you mentioned there the importance of quality silage, particularly in the finishing stages. Last yeah. year, what was the quality of your silage like? Yeah, we, we were lucky last year. We cut our first crop there the 11th of May last year, and uh, it came in at 76 DMD. And our second cut came in around the 26th or 7th of June, and that was 75 DMD. So that made a big difference to maybe the, the amount of meal we had to feed to the finishing bulls. I think we averaged at about eight kilos last year for the finishing bulls. And uh, it also made a big difference to our wainlands last year. We had um, our wainlands came out of the shed, we'll say this last spring, 45 kilos heavier than the previous year. Now, I, I know it wasn't maybe all down to the silage alone, but it had a big part in it. And I think just going back there, the, the Wayneans, I'd say, would have benefited because they had all been vaccinated. We went through a good vaccination program in spring for pneumonia, and that really was a success in my eyes there for last year. And um, we had no problems with pneumonia, which I'd say contributed to the extra weight gain. Plus the fact that we worked the paddock system as well um, because of the Green Acres programme and whatever, we, we worked the paddock system. So I think the whole lot contributed to uh, a nice bit of extra weight gain. And we're kind of kind of seeing the, the value of that now with these cattle, they'll be going in maybe two months earlier than normal because of their weights, you know. You mentioned there the importance of the vaccination. What's your herd health plan for the farm now with regard to dosing over the coming months and as these bulls are going into the shed? Well, we, we will be do, taking a dung sample uh, maybe in the next couple of weeks from all those um, older bulls. And we, we probably will be dictated by that to some degree, Catherine, as to what we will dose, you know. Normally, after about six weeks in the shed, we would give them a fluke dose, you know, uh, just to be sure. And um, but we'll, we'll see what the, the samples turn out like uh, as to whether we'll worm dose them or not, you know, but I don't think we have an issue so far. Um, we did get some samples done on, on the, the calves that went out there a couple of weeks ago, and there was only a very small, um, we'll say, concern. There was, there was really no concern about roundworms in them at the time, uh, even though we would dose, normally dose the calves uh, every month or five weeks with an oral drench there uh, during their first summer. The fact that that came back with no issue for dosing at the moment, when will you tend to take fecal samples again? Um, we probably will be taking some in the next couple of weeks uh, as part of the Green Acres programme. Um, that, that's part of the programme to do the, 
the samples uh, maybe a couple of times, two or three times during the year. So we, we'll, we'll be having a look at those again. But, but normally, I suppose, just to err on the safe side, um, I, I would be given a, a white oral drench to the calves at grass uh, just to protect against lungworms mostly. Martin, obviously bulls can be hard managed. How do you work with regard to safety and the bulls on your farm? Well, I suppose at their age, there probably isn't maybe as much danger uh, associated with them, Catherine. And um, the nature, I suppose, the nature of them being reared and reared and, and that leaves them that bit quieter. But, but you can never be sure as far as a bull is concerned, you know. And I, I it, it doesn't really be an issue maybe at the early part of the year, but certainly when the, the cattle would be housed and on feeding for a couple of months, you would have to be more careful and vigilant with them when you be maybe doing any changing or moving on them um, or sorting them for, for uh, the factory or that you, you would. And we would be taking extra precautions with them, you know, yeah. Finally, Martin, you mentioned there how you're moving more from a 24-month system back to a 2021-month finishing system. What do you think are the three key parts to your system to making it efficient going forward? Well, I suppose we'd be working on all this, maybe uh, definitely the calf coming in and uh, the health of the calf and the vaccination. And I, I think to make it more efficient, um, you have to do every little thing. And when you do all the little things, I think then you reap the reward at the end. Um, there's no point waiting maybe till the animal is a year old and then think that you're going to gain a lot of ground. I don't think you will. So we, we, would, we would be um, kind of focusing definitely on the calf management and rearing uh, at the beginning and the health of the animal, um, keeping good grass ahead of them as much as possible, you know, and, and definitely uh, good quality silage is key as well as far as keeping the costs of concentrates down. And in the finishing period, especially, there mightn't be much of a change. In the first year, we probably would be keeping a little bit of meal to them just to keep them going. But definitely for the finishing period, the good quality silage, in my mind, um, is very important there to keep costs down, you know. Thanks, Martin. That's a great insight into your farming system. OK, thanks, Catherine. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Martin for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.